Hello and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host Morgan and here on Just Some Magic we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks. Today's guest is a former Disney College program alum who we actually worked together at World of Disney. Her story is all about how she found love in a galaxy far, far away. Also, stay tuned to the very end to hear listeners' stories sent in by you, the fans. If you would like to send in your most magical moment to be read on the show, please go to JessaMagic.com and click on the Share Your Magic button. I can't wait to read all of your stories. If you didn't already know, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. But now, on with the show. Today, I am blast from the past. I have a guest on that I met back in 2013. Oh my goodness. And she is a dear friend of mine. We got to hang out a lot last year, but she is my go-to Star Wars fanatic friend. Today we have Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Hello, everybody. Morgan, it's so good to talk to you. I know. We were chatting for like 30 minutes prior to this interview just (laughs) catching up because I miss you so very much (laughs) I know I miss you too this stupid pandemic but we'll get back we'll get back we'll we'll get back soon and you are in Ohio correct I am I've I've relocated but all all good things all good things yes because you were living in Florida for how long well since 2013 I have lived there for the majority of I lived there for the majority of seven and a half years so a long time I was a Floridian so Before we get deeper into this conversation, I would love for you to give us a little teaser of what your magical moment is today. So my magical moment has to do with two things that I love. Star Wars, which is number one most loved. And number two most loved is uh, this person that you'll meet later in the story. Mm -hmm. Is so exciting. Is that a good? Is that a good little teaser? (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. I love it. We met during our Disney college program. Would you want to tell them where we worked? Or my yes. Disney college program. You weren't in the college program. You were like, uh, what were you? So it was, it was post my Disney college program. I went seasonal. So my college program, I was um, a concierge at the all-star resorts. And then, you know, it's, it's that human trap set by a mouse. So I ended up um, applying <laughs> to go seasonal um, and stay in Florida so um, I got seasonal in merchandise at World of Disney, and that's Ooh. where we met. We did. We did. And I think, and you can help like elaborate on this too, like working at World of Disney, you would work alongside people at a cash register that you've never seen before, but it was like totally normal. So when you start to pick up like regular faces, you're like, oh, okay, I can like meet and like establish a relationship with this person because you you're gonna be around for a while compared that, to just the random person that picked up a shift right that's exactly right and being seasonal so but seasonal kind people kind of get like the the not so great shifts because they don't have any seniority or anything like that and that's the same mm-hmm. goes for college programs so we would work oh, yeah. bottom of the barrel <laughs> yes we would work our shifts would start at 6 p.m and we would work until 1 30 in the morning so it was like Oh you, yeah, that was a total normal shift for us. Like we're yeah. lucky if we got off at like twelve. Yes, right, exactly. So it was like after a while, you started to to find those familiar faces instead of you know Joe Schmo that you know is also seasonal, only works once in a blue moon kind of thing. Yes. So uh, <laughs> it was great. I and it was nice because I was that was obviously still my age group of people. Yeah, all of us. We just got along so well. And I we need a reunion, I think. We really do. I think let's meet here in Orlando and go to the park. So once everything's back to normal and safe and it'll be great. Okay. At World of Disney, there was like 
the store was huge. Like if you haven't been to World of Disney, it is the largest Disney store in the entire world. If you've heard my Sarah and Morgan episode and Rebecca knows Sarah, because mm-hmm. uh, again, we all work together. It is ginormous. And there were so many different roles from like greeter to cashier to runner to stalker to upstairs oh stalker. <laughs> what was your favorite spot to be in? Well, I always loved door greeting. I thought it was just like the most fun, especially because we were right across because we worked those late shifts. So we were always there when it was like the downtown Disney dance parties and all that stuff. So you literally just like got to jam to like whatever and like talk to little kids and blow bubbles and pass out stickers and you got paid to do that. So how could anything else be your favorite? (laughs) And it was that one door too that was like right in front of the stage because the other two doors were like fine. Like it was fun to work in front of the um, stitch door because you get to see those oblivious guests (laughs) not know that stitch squirts water out of his mouth. This was back in the day when it happened regularly, you guys. That was, yes, I loved, loved getting to witness uh, those, those little magical moments all the time. (laughs) Yeah, it was the ones right across from the stage. It was just so fun. But of course, being in the back, I forget what they called it at WAD because we called it something else at Once Upon a Toy oh, when I was uh, there. It was Ariel's, Bells, and Cindy's for the stock rooms. The yeah, but we called, like, we called ourselves Keepers oh. at Once Upon a Toy. So I can't remember like what exactly that role was. I guess you were just stock or whatnot. God, that was a long time ago. Almost yeah, eight that... years ago, Morgan. I eight know. years ago. <laughs> so I'm going to allow myself to have forgotten because that was a long time oh, ago. <laughs> oh, for sure. Definitely. And then also, too, like our store wasn't really as themed as like the Christmas store or once upon a toy. Like yeah. we had the ugliest costumes. Oh, my God. <laughs> And, and now they now they get to wear jeans. Also, but the downside, the I'm I'm thankful for our situation because their downside is they don't have any other shorter options. And in the summer, and you're wearing jeans, like, oh. so that's the blessing in disguise for us for sure. But yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. Wow. But their shirts are so much cuter. It's not this ugly button up with one side of the shirt is tan, the other side is green, and the shoulders are red, and the back yeah. is blue. Like it was just the <laughs> ugliest. God, the way you described it is even worse. (laughs) But it's exactly what it was with the with the high waisted khaki pants before high waisted was back again. (laughs) I know, I know. It was so fun. I used to complain about that all the time. I had to wear belted high waisted pants, and now it's like, what are low rise? Like, I don't know what low rise jeans are. Like, I can't do the Britney Spears low rise that she rocks still. Like, no, it's a no for me. No. What was your favorite room to work in? Because before the renovation, I'm gonna explain it to those that don't know before the renovation the, the world of disney is so huge so when you get assigned a room or a cash re- or a cash register they're, they're called different things so there's edr which was like enchanted dining room which had lumiere and all of that stuff in it again these aren't there anymore there was like the bird room which was the men's department yeah all the birds were on the ceiling there was like i slowly remember all of those and- that is so funny god blast for the past is right man <laughs> And so what was your favorite room to work in? I'm my answer will probably always be the princess room. Like how Ooh, could but which be? section of the princess room? Because there was three. Like it's so big that there were three different sections. Yeah, not the one that was next to the BBB, the Bippity Boppity Boutique, because oh, okay. people would just stand right in your way. It was just a little claustrophobic so for those that don't know bbb the bibbidi body boutique used to be inside of world of disney and they had the whole little fairy godmothers in training back there fidgets as we call it we like to we braked with them and then there was also one or two areas salon areas in the front window so people could see them getting transformed into princesses in the front so yeah that was rough when they would hang out and get in our way and we were trying to like do our job and restock and they were just everywhere (laughs) yeah I mean all of it was wonderful and great but every job has its little annoyances so I think that Mm -hmm. that was always just kind of like frustrating (laughs) with the parents just the hover parents and the BBB like now that it's has has a new location still at Disney Springs they can hold so many more appointments at once. The whole space was renovated for it. This was like, they took a corner of World of Disney that's been there forever. So, you know, since what, like the, I don't know if the nineties and put salon chairs in it, you know, it was not, the space was not created 
for the BBB. So it was just so many people and so many people saying, do you have any spots available? Like, you know, do you have any appointments that we can take? Yes. Do you, can't take, you know, it was just, it was a little claustrophobic back there. So. Yes, definitely. Wait, what was your favorite? My favorite? Okay. I actually did really, really like that back princess wall area because that's how I learned which princesses came out in which order, like the of release date. So you have Snow White, Cinderella, Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine. Okay, Pocahontas and Mulan, I always get confused. I think it's Pocahontas, Pocahontas was first. first. And then Mulan. And then, oh gosh. And then it was like a really long break. And then Rapunzel. Oh my gosh. I, it's been a minute since I worked there. No, it's- <laughs> but it was like right before Frozen. So I got to, and they had them lined up with all of the, each of their accessories. Like it was really easy to know where things went because it was like, okay, if it's Ariel, it's going to be here. If it's Merida, it's going to be here. Yeah. And that was really fun. And then also, I don't know if you remember, but our magic mirror that we had back there. The magic mirror that we had. Remind me. A magic mirror that if you stood in front of it, it would put a princess dress <gasps> on you. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. We need to reminisce more often. You're like unlocking like secret treasure troves in my brain. <laughs> I, I haven't like thought about this till right now, but you definitely sparked it in me. And my favorite is when we'd always get like the little girl pulling her dad, like dad stand in front of this. And he had yeah. no idea what was going on. And then he'd, <laughs> and he'd put up, they put the princess dress on him in the mirror and he'd like, Ooh, ah, like kind of like the Grinch would be like, Ooh, ah, that's it. I'm not going like it's very much those vibes, like for sure. But it was so much fun, like seeing people go in front of the magic mirror and stuff. And like, even when I was stalking, I would try to like quickly go by or not get in their way to mess up their magical moment. It was so cute. I miss I it. I love it. Because the front section was like mini. I feel I like I was always in that section though. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you like it? I guess. I mean, here I am eight years later, not hating it. So I must have liked it. Let's I guess. Go. I think I... Bird was my least favorite. Oh, with all the men's clothes and stuff. And I'm trying Yes. Like what's there currently? Like that's where like the t-shirts are. Yeah, it's, that's the whole t-shirt room. And now it's just like open floor plan. You know what I did not oh, like yes. was villains, the jewelry <gasps> side. Oh, I loved the jewelry side. You got to it just was... stand behind the counter and then like literally show them Alex and Ani and then like really expensive jewelry. Like I, I loved feel like that. in my memory it was stressful, but I liked the other side that was just like like Dooney and Burks and stuff. Yeah, the purses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. I loved that room because it was all like dark greens and purples, and like Captain Hook's hook was hanging out with like Tinkerbell. Like there was so much Disney elements in that store. Not even we're not even touching on like the flying contraptions down like the main Ugh. three rooms. I loved it, and it was such a fun store. And I definitely okay. Did you ever get lost when you first started working there? Of course I did. And I got lost there as a kid. I get lost there as an adult. It doesn't matter. Like, I think with the open floor plan, I get lost more than I did before. (laughs) At least, like, you can see sight lines and be like, okay, that's the door I need to go to. But, yeah, Yeah. it's definitely different and weird. And they've expanded it since we've worked there, obviously, with the new reno and stuff. Okay, one last question about World of Disney. Okay, first off, are you a coffee drinker? I literally just took a sip a second ago while you were talking. Perfect. Okay. (laughs) My question is, how do you feel about a Starbucks being right outside the world of Disney now that we're not working there? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty envious that it wasn't there when we worked there. Although, imagine how many cake pops I would have eaten and how many, like, (laughs) chocolatey chip frappuccinos I would have had. You know what? Give the people what they want. I don't care, right? No skin off my nose. I'm bitter because I'm like, man, if I had that when I was working there, I'd been such a better employee and I would have been <laughs> great. Like, I'm I'm bitter. I love that it's there, but I'm bitter because I'm like. But imagine, I, like, if you, are you affected by caffeine at all? Because we started at 6 p.m., which means you probably got your first break at like 9.30 or 9 oh, o'clock or 9.30. So if you went oh, out there, you got yourself a drink, you got off at 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the morning, like, what the heck time would you have gone to bed? Touche. That is a very good point. Yes. I just remember Sarah and I booking it over to Earl a sandwich on our 30 minute lunch break, trying <laughs> to squeeze in, um, getting, cause we had to go like the back way too. There was like a back little like picnic area and stuff that we could go sit at, scarf our food down, then run back. Cause we didn't want to like eat our normal lunch. Like we were just kind of tired of that. Like we, there's so many good foods to eat around Disney and Earl a sandwich was not necessarily the closest. Like, did you ever go to that chicken place before? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yes. I forgot about the chicken place and the, the stilt walkers are like people. 
people that freeze. I forgot the name of them. That like statue people would break. Oh, in like there. the living statues. Yes, they were like all red, and I remember them breaking back there. And I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. They're moving. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny to reminisce on all of this because later in my Disney career, I was one of the property orientation um, facilitators for Disney Springs right during the reno. So I did the property orientations for all of the new cast members that were and the and uh, um the operating participants that started at Disney Springs. Yeah. So I I know the ins and outs, I mean every nook and cranny of what Disney Springs is now because we'd give walking tours and you know the three hour class on it. Yes. So to remember all of these things from before, it's just so funny. Like God, I just, I just, that's my, it's one of my favorite places in the entire world, Disney Springs. Like you were there during that transformation. And like you said, you were a big part of educating people on and stuff where when I went back years later, I was like, none of this looks familiar. Where's mm-hmm. my store? I'm lost. <laughs> like, yep. And it's, it's huge now. It's so big. Back in my day, it was downtown <laughs> Disney. Like <laughs> that's how I feel, but I'm still glad our store is there and it's thriving and you know, we can take the grandkids there one day, years yes. and years later, and be like, I worked there. Da, da. Yep. <laughs> it's so my other care. store, Once Upon a Toy, that I worked at for what, two and a half years? It's nowhere close to the same as it was. Like, it used yeah. to be five rooms big, and now it's one room big. I know. Weird. That was a really fun store to go into as well. It was very themed. And now, was it the Void or Bibbidi Bobbidi that, like, kind of like squished it down, or both of those? Both. It started with the with Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. They took out the back two rooms, which was the princess room and then the, the media room. So where we had all like the DVDs and video games. And oh. it was, I was um, during the, the height of like Disney infinity. So that room was actually pretty hopping for a while, oh. but we used to do such cool events, DVD releases and video game releases, all that stuff. That wasn't as bad because we still had like the build your own lightsaber and the room that had the train that went around the ceiling that dads would always be like, how much for the train? I'd be like, hilarious, <laughs> Joe. That's so funny. Uh, but <laughs> the then, third one to tell me that today. <laughs> literally, it's like, <laughs> I would always be like, oh, just your mortgage, no big deal. And they'd be like, whoa, whoa never mind. I didn't I didn't expect to do a voice acting here on this podcast. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> anyway, then the and that happened when I was there. And then I left Disney and then they took out the other two rooms that had the, the whole Star Wars build your own lightsaber and the stuffed animal room. And those were gone. Mm-hmm. And now that's the void, which is weird. I went in there and I was like, I just knew where I was standing, you know, like I knew like what this place used to be. So that was like, weird. These are the grounds of where all the plushies would be in the pillow pen. <laughs> yep. Onwards and upwards, I guess. It's- at least there's still something there. But yeah, well, so what else did you do, do um, with your Disney career? Oh, so that really. was, I started on the Disney college program as a concierge, front desk concierge at the All-Stars, seasonal at WAD. And then I did part-time and then full-time and coordinating, training and all that jazz at Once Upon a Toy. And then my favorite was being a property orientation facilitator. It was just so cool. I got to be, it was the, the first time they did that group because it was during that big expansion. So they had to create a whole new class. Oh, it was just the coolest. Those those are the days where it never felt like work. And I got pulled for like a whole month to do it because it was during the height of it all. So they just had thousands of people, operating participants and stuff coming in for all of those restaurants, all of those stores. And then, um, you know, just the, the regular Disney cast members as well. And it was like called Traditions of Our Town. So it was kind of like oh. a, a traditions class mixed with the regular property orientation. So we we taught on Disney look and all my knowledge about that is out the window now, which is cool. I fully support all of the Disney look yes, yes. Um But yeah, I was like, well, heck, there goes my skill and my, my talent of explaining that. <laughs> and we talked about like the history of, a little bit of the history of the company and the history of Disney Springs and um, all of its changes and the four keys and all that jazz. It was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, the four keys. Do you remember them? Yeah. Safety, courtesy, show, efficiency, and now um, inclusion, inclusivity or whatever, oh, however you phrase it. Five yeah, keys. One. Yes. Oh, I love that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, my it was, it was layered and, you know, everything has a purpose when, when Disney releases it. So. Yeah. And now you're doing a bigger, better things and you're, you worked at a bridal boutique and now you're going to hopefully start your own. You are not, hopefully you are starting your own soon. Yes. But in Ohio. Yes. Sadly, you're not here in Florida with me. I miss you so much. Cause we I would go know. to the parks together. Ugh. I remember we had a Galentine's day 
last year. We went to Magic Kingdom and we rode Mickey's Runaway Railway for the first time together. That was so sweet. But we had a great time watching Festival of Fantasy and, you know, you were kind of Disney bounding as Rapunzel and who gave you a little extra attention on the parade route. Always my man, Mr. Eugene Fitzherbert. I love him so much. Also known as Flynn Rider for those that don't know. They'll be like, who the heck is that? <laughs> well, he and I are just on like a first name basis. So, <laughs> well, actually, this is a little plug, an unsponsored plug for oh. Tangled the series on um, Disney Plus. If you <gasps> haven't watched it, I need you to. And I've started to. Yes. Okay. Good. And there will be some filler episodes, and you're like, well, this is kind of weird and boring. And like, okay, just watch the next one. Just like stick with it because the payoff is you just have to period. Well, awesome. Well, that's our history. We've done a lot together. Like we had a big gap when you were in Florida and I wasn't. And now I just, I can't wait for you to come down and visit again because I miss you so very much. And it was so fun going to the parks with you and watching shows. We definitely miss the shows. This girl in the Frozen show, like... (laughs) could do the whole thing she could do the whole thing by herself i I could watch the frozen sing-along literally all day long it's like elsa is literally singing to you like you are fully committed (laughs) fully into it i love it it's so fun going with you oh my goodness oh wow thank you tell that to like my siblings who hate it I mean, that show is phenomenal. I love it. Like, as silly as a sing-along is, like, it's a really good time even for adults, too. I just, like, force everyone to commit because it's called a sing-along. So, like, you have to sing along. And, like, my brothers are like, no, they don't want to. (laughs) They're like, I don't know the words. It's like, yeah, you do. They're on the screen. (laughs) No lie. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. But now we'll get into some questions for them to get to know you a little more. But the first question I ask everybody is, why do you love Disney? Why do I love Disney? That feels like such a loaded question, but there's really not like a loaded answer. It's it's just literally always been there. I am the second oldest of 10 kids. So having eight younger siblings, like where some people may have had the unfortunate opportunity in their, in their growing up to kind of grow out of Disney it was always just there because I always had younger siblings coming along. And so they always had their growing into Disney and their mm-hmm. loving Disney and being in this Disney loving family. It was just, it was just always there. The magic was always very well and alive, uh, alive and well. And my whole family is just so into it. Like the, the like the drawer pulls in the kitchen are all Mickey heads and there's Disney Aww. artwork all over the house. And we went like either once a year or every other year, my entire childhood and so, you know, family that Disney together stays together. And so here we are. <laughs> Definitely. I got to come visit you and see that house for sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Come on down. Up, come so on up. Fun. All right. And which Disney parks have you visited? I have been to obviously all four in Disney World. They were my backyard for a long time. August of 2019, I made it over to Disneyland for the first time. And I wish you had been there as my tour guide. And I went to both parks. And I I feel like I I barely scratched the surface of it all. I was there for one day per park. And it was we went to D23. So it was extra busy because all the D23 people were doing their park days and stuff. And um, we did DCA and then the next day Disneyland and then the next two days were, were full D23 days. So it was just like an absolute whirlwind. And, and I feel like I didn't take the time to just smell the roses. Like I didn't take a moment to appreciate where Walt's apartment is and all that, you know, all those little things. I had a great time, but I'm anxious to go back. Actually in the, in July of 2019, 2019 was the best year. Oh, for sure. Especially going into 2020 and not knowing what was happening. Right. (laughs) My gosh. Um, So yeah, looking back, it's even better. But I also went to um, Disneyland Paris and both parks over there. So that was. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. This one's tough, but 
Not necessarily your favorite character, but what character do you most identify with that you're most similar to? I don't know if this is actually who I relate to, but uh-huh. growing up, we had this like Disney alphabet book and the uh-huh. R was always rabbit, Aww. like from Winnie the Pooh. And so I always had this like soft spot for rabbit. And now growing up, I just like really love rabbit because everyone thinks he's just cranky, but No, he always has good ideas. He's always trying to do the right thing. He just loves his garden and he just wants to protect his garden and his plants and his vegetables. And people just are always trying to like cause him trouble. He's actually, maybe he has like a little bit of like a short fuse, but it's never for the wrong reasons. So for sure. um, Yeah. So I'm going to say rabbit, even though I don't really know if that's true. And then also, do you remember like a long time, a couple years ago when it was like, what three fictional characters are you? And that was like a trend going around. I vaguely do, but I don't remember if I did it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I did. And mine were Rabbit and then <gasps> Stephanie Tanner from Full House. Oh. And also specifically animated Lizzie McGuire. So oh. <laughs> I don't know if she counts. I mean, she's a Disney character. But um, yeah, I really relate to animated Lizzie McGuire as well. Oh, I definitely can see all three of those. And with Rabbit, like I guess, like you said, everybody just assumes he's just cranky. But like he's always coming from a caring place and he's not afraid to speak up, which you are definitely not. See? And, and he just he gets frustrated because no one's listening to him because he does care he doesn't want people to get hurt so that's why he gets cranky quote-unquote but like yeah he he just cares and he he's like an enneagram an enneagram one if anyone's into enneagram he's like a one wing two like he thinks that it his way is the right way and oftentimes it really is and then his his enneagram wing two is that he just like really cares about people as well so he's just like a leader type and people that are leader types oftentimes you know get some hate and you can tell that to my fourth grade group project class we got an a so oh well <laughs> very great <laughs> i love it i love it that's so great okay what is your dream ride to get stuck on and evac yeah so maybe my answer would maybe be like how about i say the people mover that'd be kind of cool to get evac off of Ooh. because like you could just walk around above Tomorrowland and just see everything or maybe like Navi River Journey that'd be nice it'd be beautiful oh yeah okay that that would be a good one like the ride is beautiful it's just yeah the aesthetics of it you know which one I would not want to get evac'd off of would be dinosaur like absolutely not like just <gasps> oh, let me sit one. no I'd be like let me sit in here I'm not like let me sit in here until the ride comes back on or like <laughs> blindfold me and like walk me through it please, because that ride is scary to me every time, no matter what. Oh, for sure. Okay. You, okay. Speaking of rides, we're going to kind of stay on the same track. What ride would you be devastated if they demolished it during your lifetime? Updates and improvements are acceptable though. If they got rid of Tower of Terror's current form, like if they did a a Guardians of the Galaxy, which I, I don't think they're going to since Guardians is getting their own ride, but if they got rid of Hollywood 1939 Tower of Terror, Mm -hmm. I would be devastated. Like, why would they do that? Like, I would write a letter to Walt Disney myself. (laughs) Mickey Mouse, I got some choice words for you. I'm going to write a strongly worded letter. (laughs) Yes, correct. Um, Did you get to do the backstage tour of that during their – Were you with Sarah and I? No, 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 no. I didn't do it during that because – I did it when I was at Once Upon a Toy, which was gosh, it was so cool. Oh, that was so so cool. Maybe we should bring you on for that episode because, like, maybe you'll remember like facts that like Sarah and I forgot and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, I think about it in great detail all the time. So yeah, perfect. You can fill in all the blanks like I did for Walt Disney. Yes, (laughs) that I there's a picture of me somewhere where we wrote it. We wrote Tower (gasps) during our tour and. Okay, you got to send me that one. I will. Okay, another fun question. Ooh, do you want a princess question? Sure. If you could take your favorite elements from each Disney princess, which dress, hair, castle, and sidekick would you want to have? I'm I'm just going to stick with what I kind of already have going on in my real life, and I'm going to pick Rapunzel's hair. Rebecca has very long, pretty blonde hair. 
Oh, not as long as Rapunzel's, but <laughs> that's a little unruly. Not, not 70 feet long, but it's uh, it's like three feet long, so that's pretty good. I would pick Castle. Let's say Arendelle's pretty cool, so maybe I'd pick Arendelle, but I also really like the Kingdom of Corona. I wish they would change the name, so I know. maybe I'm not going to pick that. <laughs> I'm going to take this castle, but we're changing the name. We're doing a revamp (laughs) under new management. (laughs) I love that. Um, Gosh. Um, Yeah. Let's say that I would pick Arendelle. It's really pretty. And, um, or I'd pick like Cinderella's. I guess I'm really not giving you full answers. Okay. I'm going to pick Arendelle. Sticking with it. Arendelle. Final answer. Yes. Because you have like the mountains and the water. Like you got the seaside. It's got a nice mix of both. But also not really during like I can't have any like frozen curses put on it because I really don't like snow. So (laughs) So you're moving in after Elsa's like got control over that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm talking like Frozen 2 Arendelle. Perfect. Dress would I pick? Maybe Belle's dress? Oh, but which one? The blue, the yellow, no, green? No, like the yellow Christmas? dress. It's like Quintus. Ooh, ooh, threw me for a loop there. Yeah, I think maybe it would be, or or it would be Jasmine's purple dress. Ooh, you know her purple dress? I think she yes. wore it in like the TV show maybe. Yes, or maybe but like, I know exactly which one. Yeah, maybe Jasmine's like lavender color dress. Yeah, I'm ooh. sticking with that answer because I do love a good li- lilac lavender moment. Um, yes. And sidekick, my heart says either Pascal, of course, or Gus Gus, or, <gasps> or, or, or little brother, oh or, my oh my gosh, how can oh. I pick? Or oh Bruni. My oh my God. I, I, or wait, what about like Dinah? <gasps> Oh, Dinah. Okay. I, I love her. I was talking about this the other day with somebody. I love when Alice is falling down the rabbit hole and Dinah's just looking down with her little paw going, okay, yes, she bye. Says, bye. <laughs> like she does not, she's no concern. She's just like, okay, see you later, mom. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm a cat lady, so I feel inclined <laughs> to kind of go that route, but also I just don't want to pick. Can I have them all? Is that okay? Okay. Uh, I'll let you narrow it down to two. To two. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna pick Dinah. I'm gonna pick Little Brother. So you have a cat and a dog. Yep, oh I have a cat and a dog. I was dog. gonna maybe pick a Pua, but also he's not in the movie enough. I don't really know his temperament, his personality. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know much about. I don't know. I don't know enough about him. So yeah, I'm going Little I, Brother and Dinah. Final answer. I love it. I love it. You got a cat and a dog, and I yep. feel like the dynamic between them would be cute too. Okay, my next question is: What is your unpopular Disney opinion? I don't like Inside Out or Brave. <laughs> Or brave. Wait, why? I need an explanation. I know. I I am all about the strong female, whatever, whatever. But I have never been able to stay awake for brave. Oh, I also hate Toy Story 4. A lot. Oh, me too. I okay. I don't even think that's an unpopular opinion. They made okay. Buzz so dumb. In the- His entire story arc in Toy Story 3, in the first one, it's about learning that he's like a toy, but then he's like becomes more than a toy, right? Yeah. And then in Toy Story 4, it's like, how can we, first of all, not put any side characters in the film? I'm not there for Woody and Buzz. I'm really not. I'm there for Slinky Dog. I'm there for Etch-A-Sketch. I'm there for Weezy. Rex. Like, come on. And then it's like, oh, we're going to give them half a line apiece and they're going to be in two scenes. Okay. Seriously. We didn't need Duke Kaboom. We didn't need any of those things in that little antique shop or whatever. Like I've blocked it from my memory. So sorry if I argue Ducky and Bunny made only thing good about that movie. (laughs) I do love Ducky and Bunny, but like remember when it's like, how can we get across this aisle? And it's like, okay, well Duke Kaboom's gonna do it or whatever. Have you met your friend Slinky Dog? Have you met Slinky Dog? Like he does that in every movie. Why not just employ his amazing services again? I just don't get it. I'm I'm very mad. Sorry. Oh my god. Been a while since I've been riled up about that. So (laughs) I saw that movie once and I did not need to see it again. I was like, nope, don't need to. (laughs) Okay, but explain Inside Out and Brave. I I don't I don't understand why you don't like those because those are really great movies. Okay, so Brave, I've truly never been able to stay awake for the whole film. I don't know why. I wish I had a better answer than that. 
All right. And cup of coffee and that is your homework after this interview. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Okay. And Inside Out, I don't know. The best part of that movie is like at the end when you see like the emotions inside of like the cat and the dog and whatever, whatever. I don't know. You know what? I got to be honest with you. I've only seen it once. I was in a fight with my horrible ex-boyfriend at the time and maybe I was just not in the right mindset to love it. So maybe yeah. I need to see it again, but okay, we'll make we'll we'll have an update later of what you feel like. You need to watch it in a good mindset, right headspace, r- coffee, and yeah, yeah. we'll we'll want a full report. <laughs> oh boy! All right, I feel like I've really set myself up for people to really not like me. <laughs> <laughs> She's great, guys. She's great. I promise. Just give her a chance. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> okay, two more questions. Okay, you and me loved, loved, loved going to see the beauty the beast live on stage at hollywood studios together you and me would be singing and we wouldn't be disruptive to people around us but we would be really into it for sure lip syncing with some choreography yes (laughs) some some small uh like not uh, under the shoulder choreography like we're we're keeping it low-key and we're off to the side typically (laughs) yeah we're not disruptive Um, but if you were an enchanted object in the beast castle what enchanted object would you be and why? It would be, I would be some sort of a Christmas decoration. So that way I could hang out, hang out with Angelique because Bell's Enchanted Christmas is like top tier, God tier movie. So it <laughs> would be, yeah. And I also just love Christmas as a whole. So yeah, I think it would be, I would be like a Christmas ornament. I can't be like a star on top of the tree because that's where Angelique goes. But like, I would be like some, some sort of Christmas decoration. Yeah. That would be what if you were like the garland over the fireplace? Okay. That's great. Yeah. And I get to just kind of observe everything. Yeah. Or you could be the lights. I mean, it's, it's assuming they have electricity. Yeah, that's true. I do I do love Christmas lights. So you are very bright and you have a way oh. of warm thing about you. A warm wow. <laughs> I love it. Man, I'm gonna come on this podcast all the time. Oh heck yeah. I like to butter up my guest. <laughs> to tell a good story (laughs) all right and then the last question is which character would you want to be your coworker at world of disney with you okay Mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna try to find someone really organized and like hard working i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick the genie he can just do everything for me (gasps) not like for me because i loved my job and i would i would still do the work but like yeah genie would just make things like fun and maybe he could just like make things easier and just like yeah keep the workplace lively if something got yeah. overwhelming he could just be bob boop and then yeah i was about it. to say bibbity bobbity boo and i'm like wait wrong we- wrong ma- magical creature <laughs> <laughs> or she she'd be great too but i feel like she's i feel like she's busier than the genie she's just yeah, like she's yeah. she's not as organized mentally because she's like oh where did i put my wand like yeah yeah genie's a good and we actually had the genie we statue did. in our store yeah. they got rid of him sadly yeah, he was holding. Maybe, the so maybe the fairy godmother could come in, animate the statue, and then the genie could. Yeah, it'd be the genie. But you know what? He could even multiply himself. So then Ooh. you know the workload. Like we'd be the most efficient store because he would just multiply himself and duplicate. And there you go. And it's all done. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you, Rebecca, so much for answering all those fun questions. We got to know you a little more and (laughs) no one hate her for having an opinion about Inside Out. It's fine. She's going to give it a second chance. I'll give it a try. Maybe people can like find me on Instagram. Tell me why you like it or like comment on this podcast, leave a review telling me your reasons why I should love it and motivate me, you know? Yes. Convince her and prove to her. I'm scared. I'm scared. No, be, no, what the phrase is, is be the rabbit, be your own rabbit and convince me why your way is the right way about inside out. That is good. Okay. So thank you again, Rebecca, for answering all of those questions. I feel like we got to know you a lot more. And again, your homework is to go watch Inside Out with a full cup of coffee and Brave. You and we'll get it. a full report back. And you guys go convince her. Be a, like Rebecca said, be a rabbit and to prove why you are right. And then yep. she will. Yes, it'll be great. And all and of her links it. will be I'll in the show it. notes. But now I'll let you take it away and share your most magical moment. And it has to do with Star Wars. Yes. Okay. So I was really lucky in the 
in August of 2019, remember how I said it was the best year, (laughs) August of 2019, my friend, um, Jimmy, who I love so much, he, uh, invited me to be his plus one for his cast member preview day at galaxy's edge. So I was like cried and I was, I spent so long picking out the right outfit. I did this little like Disney bound as princess Leia moment, got my space buns, you know, all that stuff. And it was like already going to be the most special day. Right. And this has been, this had been something that I had been dreaming about forever. I remember the moment that my sister called me in gosh, 2012 or 2013, um, to tell me that Disney had bought Lucasfilm. And so this was always the speculation, right. And we always wanted more because Star Tours already existed and all this, you know, so it was always, always something that all of us Star Wars Disney nerds have been hoping and praying and wishing for. And does your entire family love Star Wars or is it just like you and your sister or just a couple of you like do all of Star Wars just as much as Disney? It is pretty, pretty much all of us. My mom, she is not into the, into like the lore and stuff as much, but yeah, the majority of us have, you know, done Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. And we used to frequent Star Wars weekends back in the day, RIP to beloved Star Wars weekends. Yeah, we would like plan our trips around it and stuff. So we, you know, we see the movies as, as a group and everything. So yeah, it, it's pretty well, pretty well, all of us and my, ne- my nephews and, and niece, they're, they've been able to name their Star Wars characters since, you know, they were one another <laughs> yeah another two two three and four and they they know they know everybody so yeah so so it's all of us and and I was like sad that I wasn't going to get to experience Galaxy's Edge with with everybody starting out but um they were obviously super excited and supportive of it they're like go in and tell us how it is <laughs> grab us some soup yes but also yes right but I also promised them that I wouldn't because my sister and brother-in-law and and nephews we're going to be visiting uh, later that year, like in September. Um, so I promised that I would wait to do a smuggler's run for them. Um, yeah. So I, I was my, that was my big sacrifice. That was my big compromise. So the big day had finally arrived. I was so, so stoked. Um, we had like an, you had like a time slot. I think it was like a three hour time slot or something that yeah, you got three to go. Or four hours. Yeah. yeah. So I was like five thirty to to eight thirty, whatever. And, it was just the energy was just so alive and and there were there were two other people in the group so there were four of us um all together um his friend and and her plus one and then me and Jimmy and so it was just great we were all just having the best time and i was kind of like the number one star wars fan in the group so they were all it was sweet that they were all super excited for me too like they were excited yeah. to experience it but they also knew like how big of a moment this was for me you know sense of oh. silly but yeah, just... I, I felt the same way with Sarah. Like, I appreciate Star Wars, but Sarah is the bigger Star Wars fan. So, like, seeing her reaction to it, too, was enjoyable for me as well. Yeah. So, I definitely understand their perspective of it, too. Yeah, sweet, sweet friends. So, um, you know, we walked in. We did we did all the shops. And we walked – you walk in and, like, you – you don't, you know that you're supposed to see the Falcon, right? But the way we walked in, um, cause there's the, the two entrances, main one, uh, like baseline tap house. And then there's the yes. one that enters through Toy Story Land. But this one was the entrance, um, near baseline tap house and, and, uh, star tours. And so you walk in and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. The, the, the foliage and the, the, the way that the ground, um, is done. Everything's so themed down to the last detail. And one of the first things that you see in August of 2019 was, like the queue line for Rise of the Resistance, which wasn't open. So it was kind of like, oh, dang it. Like, I can't wait to go on that ride. It's going to be amazing. But you didn't even know that much about it yet. But the, it just made you even more excited for something uh, later down the line. And then you, you walk in and you, you see like the whole like market area with all the different little stores and where you can buy the um, Kowaki and monkey lizards, the salacious crumbs and the, the, the loth cats and the space slugs and um, the porgs and the porgs. You buy the porgs. I have a porg. <laughs> there you go. And then you can go over. To, I named him Pudge. His name is what? His name is Pudge. Like Pudge the fish from Lilo and Stitch? Yes. Oh my yes, God. Does he control does. the weather? Yes, he does. And I also. <laughs> I also have another little shoulder porg, the newer versions of them that look like the bigger porgs. Uh-huh. And I named her Pebbles. Oh my God. Because <laughs> she's little. I love that. Um, my porg's name is OG, like OG, like the the original. I don't really know why I named him that, but that's his name. 
very cute. Very um, cute. Yeah. It's just the sights and the smells and the sounds and everything. It's just like the, you can tell that the way that they did the bathrooms are different and the, the way that the cast members are, are, are dressed or the, 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 the way they're talking to you too like yes right like all of <laughs> bright suns and till the spire and all this stuff and we saw vi from the resistance running around and it was just, everywhere you looked it was just so magical so we're wandering around and doing all the things going to all the stores we had a little reservation at Oga's Cantina, so we went in there. Jim, just Jimmy and I did. <laughs> it was so fun. I got the – I'm a massive Ewok lover, so I had to get the Yub Nub because we were allowed to get two drinks, I think. So I got the Yub Nub, which is awesome, and he got the Fuzzy Tauntaun, which now everybody knows about the Fuzzy Tauntaun, but that the cast member preview day, not everybody knew about the Fuzzy Tauntaun. So he, we were trying each other's drinks and stuff, and he was like, man, this one's making my lips feel kind of funny. And I was like, let me try it. I tried it. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. I'm all tingly. And now it's like everybody knows that the Fuzzy Tauntaun has this like some sort of numbing like lips. Or, yes. Like, so like make your lips all tingly. You're just like, wait, why can't I feel my face anymore? It's very brief. Like don't get concerned if you haven't tried it, but it's right. definitely a weird sensation drinking. Yeah, it it's, for like, sure. it's like you could probably equate it to like a pop rock sensation or something. Like it's not oh, okay. like you know that it's supposed to be happening and like it's not something to be worried about and it's not long lasting but it's like whoa my lips are all dingo so it was it was so funny because we just didn't we didn't know um <laughs> that it was supposed to be happening um so that was super fun and um the funny part is I remember all the whole time we were there I was like oh my gosh Jimmy we have to find my husband today because like I'm like in my element like this is um, like we were like, we said like husband hunting, which sounds really horrible. Um, but we were just like scoping out, you know, we were scoping out the scene and scoping out the area. Um, finding a big Star Wars nerd, just as big as you. Exactly. Trying to find a massive Star Wars nerd. You know, we, we hunted and, and we searched with uh, to no avail. Um, and I was like obsessed with getting a picture in front of the Falcon and, you know, it's, the most important thing that's like such an important star wars symbol right absolutely it's like right after the castle it's yes literally so star wars fans. <laughs> right so it was so important to me that i was gonna get like a good picture because i knew that i was this was gonna be an opportunity to get a picture with no one else in the background which was never gonna happen again right oh, never ever ever yes so i did it and then I wasn't happy with them. And then I did it and I wasn't happy with them. <laughs> All my friends went to go ride Smuggler's Run because you were going like, for your brother. Yes, I was going to wait. And um, so I was like, you guys go do it. It's no problem. Like, I'm just happy wandering around. And I, and I truly was. Like, I was just like, you could not wipe the smile off of my face. And I wanted to take it all in and yeah. enjoy it and everything. And it, it, that feeling still lasts though. Like I could just sit in, in Batu and just watch and listen and smell, you know, and just yes. be, be there. You and I have gone there together and like, it was just like, I just never want to leave it. I get some pictures again. I try another round of photos while they're going on the ride. And then we're going to do some group photos once they get off of it. So we're doing a group photo we do some cool poses with the with photo pass and um what do they say like they're doing image scanning <laughs> instead of oh, yes. image. oh instead some of your phone. data pad yes yes <laughs> so your phone all of the all of the fun um vocab and, and stuff for the themed themed vocabulary then I was like okay well since I'm already standing here I'm just gonna do some more individual pictures <laughs> after after cool. they all um you know tap out of the photos and they're like oh my god typical Rebecca right um you're yeah, like I'm living in this moment and I need to commemorate it as yes. much as possible yeah. so it's totally justified for I, sure I appreciate that like I, I really was like whatever y'all can go do whatever you want I have to get a good picture in front of the falcon mm-hmm. um and so I'm, I'm taking these pictures and then someone's like like, you look great. You should be in our picture. And I was like, it was like the people that were next in line, um, these yeah. two guys. And I I don't remember why, but I was like, well, okay. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> what in the world, Rebecca? Why are you agreeing to be in these strangers' photo? 
Um, well, you're you're a very outgoing person. If you guys couldn't tell, and you're you're have you know you worked for Disney for so long at this point, and so you just have a natural, I don't want to say trust, but just like kindness and friendliness to guests in the park. And so I'm guessing that's what happened. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's very sweet of you. <laughs> I, I, it, it was a. I want to talk to everybody at the theme parks, and it's harder with social distancing. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I can't, even, I can't even imagine, but. <laughs> So we're standing there and it's these two guys and I'm like in the middle and the photographer has to change their settings because it was starting to the, it was almost like blue hour, you know, the, the lighting was changing outside as the sun went oh, down. Okay. And so I was like hardly interacting with them. The, the one guy who asked me to be in the picture was kind of talking to me and in the back of my mind, I'm like, why do I feel like I know this guy? Oh, and wrong um, with this one. <laughs> yes. But Spoiler alert, it's Steve. You know Steve. We went to go see Little Women together. <laughs> yes, Steve. Steve. Yes. So we we took the picture and I went on my merry way. And the whole time I'm like, I have got to keep my eyes out for that guy's friend because that guy's friend was like so hot. And <laughs> I'm like, keeping my eyes open. And we stay for the Star Wars fireworks at the end of the night. And I'm like, looking for them I'm just like I keep I'm like pretending that I'm just like really fidgety but really I'm just like looking like scanning the crowd for these two guys (laughs) (laughs) and I never see them again and I was like well Jimmy that was my chance and I blow it and uh (laughs) yeah later that night I post my picture in front of the falcon and later I get a Facebook message that's like I knew I knew you from somewhere and they sent a photo of me with these, this person sent a photo of me with these two guys. And uh-huh. it turns out that Steve and I had be, been Facebook friends, you know, back in the day um, mm-hmm. when you would just kind of like serially friend people. Like it was yes. just like, you know, Especially I was just like applying for Disney college program. Like yeah. you kind of have a support system because you don't know the process necessarily the first time around. And you're yeah. kind of like, Oh, did you get accepted? Did you get accepted? Yeah, oh, definitely. Again, that kind of feeling of, of community within Disney cast members. So it's not weird to just kind of like friend or, or wasn't, maybe it is now. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, just like friend another cast member. If, yeah. Um, if you, if you know that you both have that, that like-mindedness of, of being a Disney cast member, you just him, whatever. Um, so Steve and I were actually Facebook friends and he was like, I knew I knew you from somewhere. And he sent the picture and I was like, Oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I've got to figure out who this friend is. And I wasn't going to ask Steve. So I went to Steve's Facebook and I just went through all of his photos until I found a picture of this guy. Oh my and, uh, and I found Jared. And again, I don't know what possessed me to do this because the force I guess it was. It was the force was strong. And I just sent him a friend request. And I was like, it was one of those moments where it was like, should I do it? No, should I do it? Should, 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 uh, and I just did it. And then you like turn your phone off and just like pretend you didn't do it. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, like, I'm just going to walk away. Something happens. Good. If nothing happens, fine. That's okay. Exactly. No one will and, know. And little did I know that he was like, oh my gosh, I have to figure out who that girl was. Um, and he was going to find, try to find me on Facebook. Cause I guess Steve had been like, I know that girl from somewhere. So like yeah. we were having kind of like the same parallel conversations. And so when Jerry got my friend request, he was like, oh my God, it's that girl. <laughs> so oh. it was like, we were having these like same parallel scenarios. He accepted my friend request. And then I sent him a Facebook message and I was like, Hey, this is really weird, but we were both in Galaxy's Edge yesterday. Hope you guys had a great time. Whatever. Yeah, and, keeping um, it light, keeping it like vague. <laughs> yeah, I was like, blah, blah, blah. He's going to be like, oh, that's great. Me and my wife had a great time. <laughs> like, I was like, you know, preparing myself for the worst, whatever. Yes. And um, started talking or whatever. And I was like, we should hang out. It'd be great to have like another Star Wars nerd friend. <laughs> whatever crap. The more the merrier. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The more the merrier. I just always need more Star Wars nerds but really I'm like please can we like go on a date <laughs> and the worst was not that he was had a wife because he didn't have a wife he was moving to Oklahoma in three weeks oh so, no not even yeah. three months like three I, weeks. three weeks and one of those weeks was the week that I went to California into D23 <laughs> oh no 
And you're just like, I need to squeeze in as much time as possible. Yes, literally. So long story short, I forced him to hang out with me because <laughs> he was like, I don't like you just feeling bad because he knew he was moving. But I was like, we can always just be cool friends. <laughs> long story short, long story short, it's April of 2021 and we are still together. It's a long distance relationship. Yeah, I met my boyfriend standing underneath the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like the the Star Wars gods and the force have all yeah. just come together to make this um beautiful union and stuff. <laughs> exactly. Like it was like what more what kind of meat cute could a Star Wars fan want besides that? Like that's oh, yes. that's the ultimate. Meat cute. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that was a pretty not only was it just a magical moment of getting to go to Galaxy's Edge before it opened to the public, but then I also met mm. my boyfriend there. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's fantastic. So, yeah and this impact like you guys have been together long distance for how long and so like imagine you know what what impact did it make on you obviously like kind of so elaborate a little more on that. I mean the long distance part obviously and I don't it's hard to even know like when we officially started like being together because it's long distance just makes everything very confusing and kind of blurs the lines of like yeah. like typical stages of a relationship but we've always been able to even if we don't have like an official like anniversary of like dating we always have that incredibly magical moment of anniversary of knowing when when we met oh um, so yeah so <laughs> I know right so it's like who cares when we officially like yeah, long distance makes it so weird. You don't like, do you want to be my girlfriend? You know, we don't have like conversations yeah. like that because everything just happens in such a different timeline and on a different scale. Mm -hmm. And especially because we met in August of 2019 and then COVID happened. Yeah. So, so like, like, even if you were in the same state, like you could, you weren't that, you couldn't do anything about it. Right. Like, so we have, you, it's been very much like we might as well have been opposite continents because that's the cool thing about technology though, is like, we're able to like watch our nerdy movies together and our nerdy TV shows yeah. and and we're always, you know, talking about like now we're, we watch Doctor Who together and, um, you know, he has it, it's just cool that technology allows us to to be in a long distance relationship. But, yeah, we'll always have our anniversary of of our Falcon meeting. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and his that his is... favorite character of all time is, well, Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Like he loves Harrison Ford. Oh <laughs> so, my goodness. yeah. And I was dressed like Princess Leia. So it's like. <laughs> it was meant to be. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. This might be a little forward question. I, I'll cut it out if I need to. No, but, it's okay. What's that? Um, if things progress well and, you know, a wedding happens, will there be Star Wars elements in oh. this wedding? Girl, come on. Of course there would be. <laughs> of course there would be. Yeah. I mean, the, the goal is for him to move to Ohio eventually. And his, his work situation is just complicated. We would probably end up getting married in Florida just because that's where we met. And that's where like all of our friends are. Cause he, he also used to work at Disney. So oh, he, yeah, yeah, he worked at the great movie ride and, um, he was a lifeguard for a little bit. He worked in, um, merchandise for a little bit. He was the safari driver for a little bit but great movie right is like don't even get him started on it because like oh my Ooh. god if you had him on here for a podcast I... episode about great movie right you would get your ear talked you'd be like oh my Ooh. computer died bye <laughs> oh my gosh no i want that to happen okay we'll we'll chat more about that afterwards yeah. but, oh my gosh but yeah so that's that florida is very special to us not only is it where we met but it's where we both it's, we both individually spent so many formative years of our lives in orlando and working at yeah. disney and and never interacting that we know of you know, yes. like he could have come into Once Upon a Toy and he did. Like, and I went on the great movie ride, you know, but like, yeah. you know, we, we didn't, we just were, were running in opposite, uh, opposite circles. So it was waiting for that perfect time to meet in your biggest fandoms ever. That's, That's what right. it, was, it was meant to be. Oh my gosh. So freaking <laughs> cute. I love it. Oh yeah. my goodness. He's, oh he's pretty cool. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rebecca, for coming on and sharing that very sweet, magical Star Wars moment. I love chatting with you and having you on you. And I miss you dearly. I miss you. I know we have some more um, ideas for some other podcast episodes. So I'm anxious to, yes. to get to be on again. You are my go-to Star Wars person. Don't tell Sarah. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, no, no. Sarah, Sarah's awesome too. I think that our, our loves run a little bit differently about Star Wars too. And that's cool. Like, like yes, I, she's I, more dark side. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm You're full on Rebel side. Alliance. So yes, I yeah. feel like between the two of you, like I should have you both come on and do a Star Wars episode. I'll mediate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it could be like I'm a Marvel fan. <laughs> yes, no, that's awesome. Yeah, you you definitely are. It's, it's cool that fandoms allow you to like make connections like that because yes. I've met so many cool people like through Instagram and stuff just from Star Wars and Marvel and and of course Disney and all that stuff. So yes. yeah, and um, if you guys want to chat Star Wars with Rebecca, you can. Um, where can they find you? Yeah, you guys can please find me on Instagram. It's at Rebhoff29. She's got a lot of great bridal and Star Wars pictures so yes. be sure to go check her out she's great like if a Star Wars thing's happening like she's all about it so <laughs> yeah, go check her out for yes sure. like May the 4th is coming up there will be a week long yeah. celebration <laughs> like in my house it's gonna be a national holiday <laughs> always Star Wars day in my heart though <laughs> stories that you the fan sent in if you would like to submit your story to be read on the just some magic podcast please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic tab the story comes from alex q my wife katie and i grew up major star wars fans and that was the thing that brought us together in the first place back in december 2016 after connecting through a dating app for our love of ray we went on our first date to see rogue one even though it was very on the nose to see a star wars movie as our first date since then we've had a bunch of disney adventures including a handful of disney trips between anaheim and orlando for fun for run disney races and food Fast forward to May 2018 and I'm buying an engagement ring, but the pickier part was determining how I was going to ask. She hates surprises and I had one shot to pull this off. I had never seriously considered Disneyland before, but actually made sense due to Galaxy's Edge construction. Before Galaxy's Edge opened up, there was a great concept artwork on the construction walls just beyond Big Thunder Mountain. It also had a great quote on the art. On a remote planet outpost, a new adventure awaits. The second half of the quote was perfect for us. So things started to line up. We were going to Disneyland once a month. So going in June for my birthday was going to be completely normal. We tend to have a couple of good friends to meet up with us there. So having them around wouldn't be suspicious. Finally, I love taking Galaxy's Edge countdown photos by the construction walls. So that was a completely standard thing to do. The one last special detail was the ring box. It was a completely normal box, but... But I wanted to use a special crayon box. Very early in our relationship, I had shared a blog story about a funny accident that people ended up in the hospital, one of which was for inappropriate use of crowns. I'll just leave it at that. I suppose that should have shown the strength of our relationship very early on and the commitment to having fun. Because several months later, when she wanted to show me her apartment notice to announce that she was officially moving to mine, but she put it in a crayon box to make it a nice nod to our inside joke. Since this was a major life moment, I figured it'd be perfect to use it as a ring box. So the day comes. We were quite tired that morning, and since we had a, a late night at the Dodgers game the night before, I was starting to ride the excitement. Meanwhile, she just wanted some coffee. I wanted to get into the parks and expected to open at 8, and I was worried why getting stuck in traffic getting into the lot. Turns out the park didn't open till 9, so I was getting excited for nothing. At least that's what she thought. Once we got into the park, we grabbed some breakfast and her much-needed coffee and waited for our friends. I had some other friends texting me to see if it happened yet, and she was curious why I had some people texting me that early and why I was getting so anxious for our friends to show up, but she waved it off as just a me being too Disney excited. When our friends finally showed up, we hung around a bit before I casually mentioned, let's head over to the Galaxy's Edge wall for some typical photos. I was very much trying to hold it together. On my way over, I stopped off for the bathroom to get the ring out of my bag into my pocket. Thankfully, I could tell she had no idea and it helped that she didn't know I even had a ring. 
We were able to get down to the wall and it was perfect. Being early enough in the morning, it was quiet. The traffic down there really didn't exist and there was nobody else coming to the wall. The train wasn't even running through yet. So my friends took a couple of photos of us and then we switched to video. She started walking back over to our friends. So I quickly took the opportunity to pull out the crayon box with the ring out. One of our friends told Katie that we should go back to take another photo, which she was a little confused by. By then, I was really trying to hold it together, clenching my jaw as tightly as possible without shattering my teeth. She noticed the box and I managed to ask if she remembered what it is. That's when she started to realize what was going on. Because I was struggling to talk, she knew exactly what I was about to do and she started to show off her own excitement and surprise. When I finally got down on my knee, but I didn't have a speech or something completely prepared. I wanted something to come naturally, but of course that means I don't remember what I said. But I do know I mentioned about being able to get the surprise in and remember tapping the artwork telling her that we were going to go on our new adventure at some point point and I asked and she said yes. Of course we were ecstatic. We were able to call our families and let them know what everything that took place. She was able to look past that everybody knew and didn't tell her so props to all the family and friends that I told. We rode the excitement into taking a variety of other photos around the parks including Star Wars Launch Bay and for the May the 4th Be With You sign in the castle of because of course duh. Our friends Joe and Alyssa made it extra special by not just being there for photos but also giving us a wedding ears with our name stitch on them so it was absolutely no surprise that they were part of our wedding party to keep the star wars element to our relationship we got married the following year on the most appropriate date may the 4th we didn't do that entirely on purpose but it was a saturday within the time frame that we wanted to get married it was just two on the nose just like our very first date and to add to the cuteness on our first date she had told me to wear the kylo ren is a punk b-word shirt that i have so on the wedding day i wore that under my suit Then, of course, our mini moon after the wedding, we went to Disneyland as part of our trip and took photos at that wall. I'd like to consider the timing that we may have been the first couple to get engaged at Galaxy's Edge, even though it wasn't technically in Galaxy's Edge in front of the construction wall. Super romantic. hope you enjoyed my friend Rebecca's story about how she found love under the Millennium Falcon. And thank you to everyone that sent in a listener story. We truly appreciate them. And again, if you would like to share your most magical moment, please go to justamagic.com and click on the share your magic button. I can't wait to read all of your stories. If you enjoy this podcast and want to help support it, if you could go to Apple Podcasts to leave a review, it truly helps this podcast out and new people discover us. It only takes about two minutes to do, and it means the absolute world to me. So thank you in advance. Again, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. Stay tuned to next episode where we celebrate Nurses Week and find out how someone got their absolute dream job. But again, until next time, bye. Bye.